0: Arigato, James-sama. Oh, I could desecate desu. Uh, Errr... Uh, Konnichiwa, Ben. Um,
1: uh, Unfortunately, that's about as much, like, Japanese as I know, though, unfortunately.
0: Uh neither do I. Just trying to fit in here in the great Nippon. Japan. Ah, yes.
1: The Big Apple. Japan. Uh, sure. Anyways, um, by the way, are you looking forward to our next job opportunity and actually making some money this episode?
0: Yeah, I really like the sound of Yuzuka Industries.
1: Oh, same. Uh, an honest, inspiring business name. Oh, speaking of which, here we are now.
2: Hello, welcome to Yuzuka Industries. How may I help you today?
0: H- Hello, I- I'm Ben and this is James. We're here for a job. Your English is very good. Are you actually- We've been
2: expecting the two of you. Here, have a seat and place these bags over your heads. Someone will be with you shortly.
1: Uh, oh, okay. Hmm, that's quite weird, but... Hey, I suppose they do business differently in the Windy City. Uh, that said, can't really see a lot of people here. Um, especially now that I've got a bag on my head.
0: Oh, I think someone's chaperoning us now. Oh, that's nice of them. Hmm, you'd expect a big mu- business like this to be a bit more lively. I mean, in fairness, we have got bags on our
2: that.
0: Oh, lastly, Do you hear that? Yeah. Maybe they're doing some work outside. Oh. <gasps> Where are we? How did we get here? <laughs> oh, no,
1: Ben. I don't think Yuzuka Industries are who they say they
2: are. You. Please, gents, relax. Do not let the guns alarm you. I'll be your translator today, and I'll make it quick. My associates, the Yakuza, just want to ask a few questions. The The Yakuza? Yakuza? So which one of you is Patrick? Me. Ben? Sorry, that slipped out. What he meant to say was, actually,
0: I'm Patrick. James, you just stole my joke. All right, neither of us are Patrick. I'm James, and... Wait, no. I'm Ben, and this is James. We're game developers from England. (sighs) Look, it's the iTunes description. Listen, we just came here on a job offer. I think there seems to have been some sort of misunderstanding? Yeah, what he said, but, you know, in
2: Japanese. So neither of you are Patrick, correct? You're two game designers from England.
1: Yeah, that's what I've been saying.
2: In that case, prove it. Create some games. 50 to be precise should be easy for a pair of so-called game designers, right? You've got 50 minutes and not a second more. (gasps) But we will allow you a 30-minute mandatory break. (sighs) Your time starts now. Wait, can we play the theme tune first? All right, but then it's go time.
1: Oh boy, Ben. Let's hope that this time is not game over time. <laughs> J uh, JRPG where each party member plays an instrument and, uh, like, they attack you by playing music. So, like, uh, rather than using, like, weapons and stuff, they're using, like, instruments. And basically, in order for, like, you know, to be good at the RPG, like, all the instruments have to play in harmony, like, in a band. And what I'm thinking is, is that rather than doing it, like, um, you know, like, with a controller, you could use, like, your old rock band instruments, you know, try and get some, uh, you Ooh, yeah, know, yeah, old yeah. use out of them. Ben, what do you think of that
0: idea? Okay, I like it. Uh, so we're talking guitar. We got uh, drums. We got keyboard uh, yeah I, but we're we're introducing some new ones though as well like a banjo yeah and, banjo that'd be a good one uh, harp. Could, yeah harp that would be a good one as well a trumpet that'd be a good one as well
1: maybe you blow mm-hmm. into your ds in order to get some trumpet sounds um basically and you could use different kinds of rock and roll in order to get a uh, you know different uh, like, if you do heavy metal, then that's a heavy attack. If you do pop, then that's a poppy attack. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it could be a good idea. I think that could come to all concerts, and I think it would appeal to everybody. Uh, yeah, uh, and I'll call it uh, rock and roll play.
0: Okay, so uh, so uh, you know that, that new fitness game coming out called Ring Fit Adventure? Yeah. Uh, what So, like, you know, we need to get people off the sofas and into the uh, running uh, places. Got you, yeah. Uh, okay, so VR and but it it simulates the entire real world but it's fantasy yeah so now you you see you see the landmarks you go to the eiffel tower and you see the eiffel tower but it's a big monster and you have to run underneath it and it dies okay um i don't think there will be any legal issues with this like trespassing or anything like that no i don't think anybody owns Uh, the
1: eiffel tower i think that's uh something that's in france so that's nothing to really worry about uh
0: so no issues there i think this is for a game for everyone uh who wants to get fit uh you're going to have to buy a lot of gear for the headset especially and it will be very fun and good for your health mostly yeah. because it's a lot of running
1: and it'll get people off the sofa and into France bed what kind of name would you give it uh get up and go get up and go okay cool right um uh, you play as a um uh, you play as a fat dog, uh, and because you're a fat dog, you bring joy to everybody around you. So, like, you know, maybe this game is set in like kind of like a like a post-war like Syria or like uh, World War okay. II France, where all the color's gone out of there. But because you play as a big fat jolly dog, and you help out people with like their different predicaments and stuff,
0: uh, that's anything f- like De Blob.
1: Yeah, like De Blob, but a d- uh, d- uh, blob dog, uh, not De Blob. Okay. De Blob. And because you do that, basically, um, you, use, like, the wiggle- you wiggle the stick to wiggle your body and you kind of make dumb faces by holding the controllers. Uh, you maybe use the gyro to do this to kind of puppet them a little bit as well. Uh, basically, it's like an arcade game. The more joy that you bring, the higher the score gets. You're basically trying to like, maximize joy as much as possible. Oh, and, wow, okay. Okay, um, I think yeah. this would be a good mobile game. It might be a good PS4 game.
0: with um, uh, those call two systems, it-
1: though. Yeah, Fat Dog Joy Boy. That is the name of the game, okay. Ben.
0: Right, so uh, it's a game uh, okay. where you... Um, you know what, actually, this is a physical game. Uh, you can buy it at stores, and it's its kind of like chess. Okay. Uh, but all the pieces are um, do do the opposite of what they do in chess. Okay, I like it. Uh, so instead of the pawns moving forward, they move backwards, which is a bit of an issue. Ooh. Uh, and and the, the knights, instead of... Oh, this doesn't work. Wait, you no, know what? Ben, no, 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 Ben, don't don't okay. worry about it. Yep, we can yep. we can
1: fix this, right? You play chess in reverse. Somebody's already okay. got a checkmate, and you need to figure out how to get them
0: back into place. Oh, right, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you start from the end and work okay, to the yeah, beginning.
1: You, you start at the end of a chess game and then you work your way backwards and maybe it could be like, we could do like a story game where it's about uh, Bobby Fischer and it, and he's kind yeah, of yeah. like reciting his life and he's like, my life is made out of chess games, but how do I get back to the start? How do I get back to who I was? Yeah, and, and it's we just sell chess boards. It's easy. Yeah, easy. You can and just we'll... play this on a chess board and we can call it... And it becomes uh, Sahir yeah works yeah chest backwards that's great right um play uh, um okay a game where you play is the mondala oblongata you know what that is ben uh fuck i can't
0: remember right now give okay, me 60 seconds it's
1: the bit in your brain which is in charge of like all the stuff that you do subconsciously so like breathing right, and right. your heart beating and stuff like that so what i'm thinking is is that because nobody's made a good rhythm game in a while we could have it so like you tell tap- oh, you did earlier okay, yeah, no, but like, but that's going to come out after this because this will be easier. Okay. Basically, yeah, yeah. you keep tapping on the medulla oblongata and, and that causes stuff to happen. So say, like, if you're a runner, you keep tapping on the heart and that causes the heart to beat, which pushes blood around, which keeps the guy moving. Or you keep tapping the lungs so they keep breathing, like, you know, while they're, on, um, while they're swimming and stuff. And we do it like a kind of a weird Japanese game where it's like, you know, oh, it's a guy and he needs to get to work or, oh, it's a dog and he needs to catch a bone or, like, oh, it's a cheerleader or something like that. Um, I yep. think it'd be good if we can go back in time and put it on the Nintendo 3DS
0: or the DS. I think that'd be a good okay. idea. No, we don't uh, have to go back in time. We're, they still develop for those consoles. Okay, Madullaram um, Gata, that's the name of the game. Ben. Okay, so uh, the uvula is a very important thing in your body. I'm not really sure what it does, but it's a big... It's, it's uh, in your throat, isn't it? It's the, it's the thing that hangs from your throat and it's yeah, what, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. what boxes punch in cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I was actually thinking of a little boxing game where you fight the uvula. Okay, I like um, that. And it, uh, you're a little boxer. You go through a human body, and you go beat up all the different body parts. Okay, I like that. And it turns out, it turns out you're just a tiny boxer who just beat up Mike Tyson.
1: Oh, I like that. Okay, yeah, because, we could like, do it like you, a can't, you can't take
0: down Mike Tyson's because he's too big. But if you climb because into his body you and beat him you up from the inside, Mike
1: Tyson, and you beat him up yeah.
0: body part by body part. So you beat up his lungs to push and I, already, I already have the name. It's called Mike Tyson's Punch In. <laughs> 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 I
1: like that. Yeah, no, it, it,
0: it, <laughs> yeah, no. That's a kid idea. Yeah, okay.
1: yep. Um, And that's how you defeat Mike Tyson: is that you go inside his body and you beat him up from the inside out. Okay. Uh, and what consoles is it going to be on? Everything or is it going to be Nintendo? Uh,
0: Nintendo, Wii, and Switch.
1: Okay. Um, you play as a um you. Uh, you saw, okay, it's the future, yeah, it's the future, it's post-apocalyptic, and the only things Mm -hmm. that are still alive are robots. And you play as a detective who, like, you need to solve how, like, uh, robots were murdered and stuff, but the way that it works is that because they're robots, they record everything through, like, their heads, like CCTV cameras, so they can see the murders sort of taking place, but they're kind of obscured. But what you need to do is, like, you have to get, like, Different robots like to see their different points of view, mm-hmm. and essentially, you need to kind of piece it together like different video clips. Um, almost a bit like, um, her oh, story like a,
0: or a, telling lies, yeah,
1: a little bit like her story or telling lies, but less about, um, telling lies and you know, people talking and more kind of like trying to marry up different 3D spaces okay, and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Um,
0: a little bit, oh, arty. like, like Layton, uh, Leighton? uh Leighton, yeah, yeah, like Layton, exactly, like Layton. Um, i yeah. think
1: it'd be good be cool uh, we'll call it uh fragmented uh, like a robot
0: ben okay uh so i had an idea it was in my head oh. a few seconds ago just give me give me like uh, another few seconds to think it uh, again ben the, uh, the, the, the trigger fingers the multiplayer yeah I know I know, I know I know i know uh so you play as oh yeah 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 uh, so it's a fighting game and you have okay. uh every, every each button you have to use a fight stick with like loads of buttons each button controls okay. a different body part and uh you can decapitate your opponent hand not decapitate but like dismember your opponent part by part and then they lose access to that button okay i like this this sounds really good your your right hands uh you press the button to use that and if they dismember that the button no longer works if you press it nothing (laughs) happens or maybe the button just blows up in your hand i'm not really sure uh we have to look into the uh, maybe maybe if you like dismember
1: somebody if you press that button you squirt blood uh
0: yes, and you can squirt sure.
1: blood on the floor, and that causes people to like slip over and stuff. So there is kind of like a, a tactic to it. Ben, what what we call okay. it, uh, uh, Fight Club Two. Fight Club Two. Okay, I love Please it. Please don't talk about it. Please don't talk about it. Okay, uh, mobile game where you play as Sansit. Nobody's really done this before, so I think we yep, got yep, some. No one. And we do it a little bit like ridiculous fishing, where there's kind of like three stages to it. So the first one is you need to land the sleigh on the roof which is going to be like the trickiest part because you kind of need to rotate your phone to kind of like straighten up the sleigh and kind of you have to press a button to sort of slow it down as it comes in. And then um, the second bit is you need to squeeze them down the chimney, and that's kind of like down well where you need to stop them from like bumping into stuff on the side. And then once he gets to the bottom you need to start presence as quickly as possible and i'm thinking like they're all kind of odd shapes like one's a football and one's like a tall thing and then you'll have to go right back up the chimney again and it's basically like down well in reverse and it's kind of like an arcade game where you need to do this as quickly as possible and then like you know you have more challenging chimneys you have more challenging presence and stuff like that right, but right, eventually yep, yep. you're able to kind of like
0: uh, boost up and we call it um a super santa simulator there we go okay cool uh Untitled uh, Goose Game has a sequel. It's called Untitled Duck Game. Okay. Uh, you're picking up the pieces left behind by the terrible, terrible goose. Okay. Uh, you're just a really pleasant duck that's going around helping people in the town uh they they take a while to warm up to you because they're a bit scared of a uh, waterfowl now yeah and uh you kind of just have to go around uh making uh bonds with people it's part uh rpg uh part adventure game part uh visual novel good uh you have to connect with the people you get to date one of them depending on which you, route you go for i have an and... idea i don't know if you'll like it or not but you know how in mgs2 where you think you're playing a Solid Snake,
1: but actually you're playing as raiden Okay. What if at the beginning of the that. game you see this big white bird and you assume that it's the goose, but then it comes out mm. and it's a swan?
0: Right, okay. And we call it Untitled um,
1: Swan Game.
0: Okay, sure. Uh, the Ugly Duckling becomes a swan at the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have flashbacks to you think that this goose was always beautiful, but it's actually a swan. And, yep. uh, yeah, okay. No, okay, I've, Untitled okay, Dog I, Game. We got, we got it, okay. Um, uh, um, okay. Um, Super Mario Odyssey, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wedding Planner DLC. So, okay. you know that Bowser had a wedding, yeah? Well, he did. Well, wh- who was the person who organized that wedding? I mean, it wasn't him because he was too busy no, stealing I've, stuff. No, it was the Brutals. Okay, you play as the Brutals then, but rather than being like an action-adventure game, it's like a spreadsheet game, like um, uh, right. a football manager. So okay. you have to kind of balance the budget for like everything in his wedding. Like, okay, have we got enough... Uh, piranha pant bouquets have we got enough of that hot soup um are we really going to be able to have like everybody sitting in here do we really need to invite the eskimos what
0: have they got to do with (laughs) bowser i mean that's the question okay and And it and uh the dlc is a prequel to mario odyssey and the choices you make affect the end of the game yeah
1: exactly and basically you need to kind of balance everything out you even though Bowser's wedding does go horribly wrong because mario turns up you still need to uh, make sure he has a great day anyways
0: ben Okay, so uh a weird Japanese game called Katamari. Uh, okay. but like uh you are the Katamari and you're a bit tired of being uh, rolled around. Like um, it so you start stop you stop rolling and decide to bounce. And it's just Katamari, but you're bouncing everywhere instead. Uh okay. bouncing on stuff. Uh you have to bounce on some uh certain things to get to higher things. Bounce amari. Okay. Ba- yeah, bounce amari. And you have to keep bouncing higher and higher until you get to, like, off the earth and okay. eventually into the sun. You bounce yourself into the sun.
1: Oh, my God. And do you die or is it like a cartoon game and, like, the sun is, like, where your dad lives?
0: Uh, it's kind of cartoony. Uh, you're, you're no, no, the the sun turns around on the other side is a catam- half-katamari ball. Oh, nice. And what you realise what... that is your dad and you attach yourself to him and it zooms out and that's it. Credits roll. Okay, and what we call calling it? Bantamari. Mario, right. okay, uh sorted.
1: Um uh, a sword making game. Nobody's done this. Uh there, there's no. a game where you build computers, there's a game where you build like like Lego and like Minecraft and stuff like that. But no, this is one for making swords. So like long swords, short swords, broad swords, rapiers, curved swords, mm-hmm. jagged swords, all kinds of swords. Swords for fighting, swords for decoration. Basically, you got people who they come into your sword shop and they're like, hey, I really need this. Uh, king henry the really needs a fancy sword for fighting with but he also needs a nice fancy sword that he can give to the king of france so cool. you use your gyros um if we do this on the switch you can use the gyro to pound the metal into shape um you can like rotate the the joy con around to kind of like um, um what do they call it when you polish um, when you have it on like a big like um, sanding it down, um uh, you okay. quench it in oil as well. Like I, I'm imagining, you do this like with a wemo, and you put stuff in. Uh, different metal types, different
0: handle shapes, swords yeah, but... for days. Uh, we'll oh, call perfect. it s- sword, sword simulator. Okay, perfect. Uh, so you're a you're a pebble. Uh, you're in a world. Okay. Uh, it's literally just a world full of rocks. Different coloured rocks, different shapes of rocks. Sedimentary, metamorphic, you know, igneous. All the all, all your them... favorite rocks are here. Oh my favorite uh, there's ones. There's rain. Yeah. Rain is a big problem for you as a pebble, and okay. it's kind of like a uh you know a snake.io thing uh okay. you're right you're a pebble that goes around rolls around picks up uh i don't know what's a rock to eat uh other rocks that like you eat other, pe- other pebbles little little things at this first uh that will boost your size and you're rolling around in the world full of rocks and eventually just you know rolling into the biggest rock you can be until you're a boulder that just crushes everyone nice and it's just a really good uh, have game have you got it's any voice actors in it uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, because <laughs> okay, I know nice. that's what
1: you, you wanted me to say. Um, I was actually thinking Nolan North because he's uh, oh, okay. quite a good uh, video game voice. Actor. But if we can get The Rock, I think that'd be pretty good. Yeah. Even if uh, he's rock. just narrating it, you know? Rock.io. There Rock.io. Love it. Okay. Fighting game. But here's the twist. Um, rather than pressing buttons like actively to kind of respond to stuff, you have to queue up a string of moves, blocks and throws, and then let them play out. And you don't oh, yeah. know whether they're going to work. You just, it's a game about footsies. It's a game about getting into the other player's head where you need to queue up the actions before they can respond. Like, basically, you're responding to actions that they may never pull. Or maybe they will and it may line up. Right. Um, like, maybe you could use the AI to, like, control the positioning or maybe this is the only thing that you could control. So even if you keep throwing out, like, throws and stuff but you can't do anything with them, you can still move them into place. Uh, okay. Like a like an RPG game where you queue up attacks, but it's a fighting game, and right. yeah,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it, two player. I guess it could be, yeah, it could no. be multiplayer. Uh, maybe maybe you can both control like half the controller. There we go. It works, it's called Set Fighter, Ben. Okay, uh, so Dark Souls, everyone's favorite. Uh, we're remaking it, however, uh, hmm. with a twist. Can't afford our assets. Okay. Uh, so we've hired a team of uh people who uh take take pictures of people and they take pictures of people and digitally insert them into the game. Okay. Uh, and they they're, they're going to take them from like every single angle so you know you can uh, have a you know a full 3D model of a person. Okay. And they're just going to do that for every single thing in the game. Okay. Well, I don't even know for like, even for like plants and barrels and stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And uh, that's going to be the big game. Uh, and yeah, that's it. It's just Dark Souls, but. F- uh, f- you we're, know, but we're FNB. paper cut
1: Else of People. All right, I like it. A little bit yeah. like Doob, where it's like they've uh, got. Like they're all clay models and they're only from certain angles. And um, what do we call it, though? Well... It's just Dark Souls. Okay, Dark Souls again. Right. Um, in this game, right, you play as a sausage dog. Where the left stick okay. controls the front and the right stick controls the back. Oh, that's good. And you basically use this to like kind of solve puzzles and stuff. So like, if you want to move up to an elevation and stuff, you use it to wrap yourself around a pole, and you kind of need to do like sort of a corkscrew motion to get yourself up it, like in um, Snake Pass, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like I can, moving platforms. Yeah, moving platform puzzles as well. Like, you need to make sure that, like, the dog doesn't get stretched out too much because if he does, then his, like, belly starts to sag and it starts to, like, you know, it might land on some spikes and stuff, and that's no good. And um, what I'm thinking is, is that, you know, the fat dog, the fat joy dog from the other game, he mm-hmm. hangs out with him. Like, maybe this is, like, Pokemon Red and Blue. Like, we can join them together, and together they can join forces to make, like, just improve the world around them.
0: Right, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking the name of the game is Long Boy Fun Time.
0: Okay, great. Uh, so it's a card game, okay. and you have uh, uh, one of you plays as a uh, commander or like okay. a, uh, a leader. It's kind of like Overlord. So one of you is the the Overlord, and the other one's the minion. Like it. And it's a a, a game a, a game that tests your uh, friendship and like your willingness to uh, take commands from the other person and not crack under the um, weight of how many commands they're giving you, and essentially it's just it's just gonna test your your friendship. So if they keep if they bully if they uh, bully you too much, they're like telling you to do too much. You can just go and kill them, you know, like okay. uprising, start oh, okay. uprising against them. And okay. we are hoping that it will either strengthen your relationship in person or completely destroy it.
1: Okay, I like this though because it is like on one end, one of the people want to revolt, but they also still need to work with the king in order to kind of like make it work. Meanwhile, if the king kills them too early. Then you know that just doesn't look very good, does it? No, no, no.
0: Okay, uh, just uh, overall
1: two, I guess. Okay, I'm so proud of this idea that I'm gonna wait for forty seconds until I say it.
0: All right. How are you doing
1: today? Yeah, I'm not doing too so bad. Apart from the fact that I've got a gun against my head. I mean, yeah. things could be going better other than that. But what, what you about in you? The footy last night. <laughs> yeah, I I fought. You know those boys. Yeah, at the end of the day, yeah. They put in a hundred and ten percent, you know, hundred yeah. and ten percent. Some good kicks. Oh, definitely some good kicks. You know, I you can't you can't blame him essentially, and like, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. Ben, at the end of the day, those boys have put in a hundred and ten percent. I don't know if you know this, but those oh. boys, yeah, they really put in a percent Oh, James, quick, quick, quick. Okay, shit. Right. Um. Oh God, what was my? Oh yeah, no, no. Um. Okay. Here's my idea. It's jet set radio, but you deliver pizzas. There we go. Okay. Bam, what's your idea?
0: Jet set PCO. Uh Well, let's let's take it slow. It's a walking game. It's a walking simulator. Ooh. People relax. love those. You're walking through hell.
1: Ooh, not so good.
0: Yeah. But it's really chill. Oh, okay. So you've died. You've oh, gone to that's hell. Bad. But you know, you've you've worked your way out the ranks, and you're now like an accountant in hell. Oh, which you okay. know what isn't that bad. So well, it's well, just what are you your, accounting your, for? Uh, you know, finances. Do they have gold in hell? Uh, probably. Okay. And you're essentially just you. It's your stroll to walk. Uh, stroll to work. Uh, in the morning, and you're okay. just kind of walking through hell and all the the shitty stuff that's around. Okay. And like. And do you have like an insane monologue demons. or something like that? Uh, yeah, 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 and okay, there's like um, a story and stuff, and it's just gonna be called a hell of Walk a in Hell. Walk in Hell Retribution. Nice, I like it. Okay, um, right, Ben, I know
1: you're gonna tell me off of this idea because you're gonna say this already exists, but mm-hmm. Nintendo dogs, but it's Pokemon. Right. right. So that hey, you peeked, you. No. And I know, and I thought you were gonna say Pokemon and me, but no. This needs to be more <laughs> for a on, okay? Okay. So you know how you can have like beauty contests and stuff in um in those new Pokemon games, that. Mm-hmm. But that's the entire game. No fighting in right. these games. You're breeding Pokemon to make better looking Pokemon. You're feeding them up so they look good, so they have glossy coats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're buying or no, you have to stitch them custom wear. Like you need to make a little leotard for your Pikachu. Are we? So, is
0: every Pokemon available? yeah what? how do you take care
1: of a whale lord hashtag national decks but okay uh
0: whale lord you can put like a crown on him maybe yeah so so he takes a long time to wipe down
1: yeah but that'd be good it would be like a car wash mini game and i think that'd be good and we'll call it puggy pets
0: ben okay so speaking of pets uh it's like hey you pikachu but it's dogs and
1: okay. <laughs> I feel like this already exists, but go on.
0: Right, so you're talking to them, and you have to get them to do menial things for you, like, go fetch the ball. But they're really bad at it. Uh, okay. And the, the voice recognition barely works. Okay. And you're like, oh, go fetch, and they just won't do it. I and feel just like I've played this puzzled. game
1: before, but go on.
0: They just look at you puzzled, not really sure. Okay. Um, and... Yeah, no, that's that's basically it. You just keep you do some mini games. Uh, you buy some stuff from them. Okay. And it's not very fun. Okay. <laughs> but there'll be some sort of statement at the end, being like, you know, the game will close like fade to black, and always be like, games aren't just about being fun, and it'll be like a spec dogs to <laughs> the line thing.
1: <laughs> that's the twist of the game. It makes the player feel bad. Yeah. Okay. Spec
0: spec dogs to the line. <laughs> Oh, shit.
1: Right, okay, Ben, Infinite Runners for your phone. You've played these games, right? I have all of okay, them. Okay, here's my idea, though. You have no control over the character. You can't make them jump, and you can't make them move. But here's what okay. you can control. The platforms. Oh. Ah. So, what you do is that the the character is always at the left of the screen. And, like, what you do is, like, you swipe up to make ramps. So make okay. them, like, jump into the air and collect coins. You swipe down to make obstacles, to make, like, kind of dips so they can duck under obstacles and stuff. You tap on spike pits to make ropes. Um, Maybe you like um, you tap on enemies to give them like targeting reticles, so your guy can shoot them. Uh, It's less of like a um, of a like an infinite runner and more like a rhythm game, a bit like Bit Trip Beat. And uh, if it was behind the character, then maybe it's a car, and you throw up walls to get them to like change lanes and stuff, like like an infinite stunting game. And we'll call it
0: uh, Perilous Platforms. Okay, cool. So uh, this one is a. uh... You know MMOs, they're hit big hit. Love them. I'm thinking, uh, World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh we take one of them, or we make our own one, it doesn't really matter. And we we make it uh and it's fine. It's it's all normal. Except we add a new mode. We add a new okay. playable class. i we call this class God. <laughs> uh only one player in the world gets to play this class. Okay. <laughs> but you are God. And you are basically playing uh black and white or Dojin the Giant. Yep. And mm-hmm. that is your role in the world. You decide kind of the fate of how the game goes from that point on. Okay. Uh you can destroy people's characters forever just by, you know, crushing them, smiting them. Or you can be a very bene- benevolent uh god. And I think we apply <laughs> it to like every MMO and see which one kind of has the nicest god. And then <laughs> um just yeah. Uh and it will just be called god mode, simple as that. Yeah. And uh, I think it'd be quite fun. Yeah, for that one player. That sounds like a pretty good game. Right. Ben. An RCS game,
1: mm-hmm. but with twenty-six units, and they all correspond to a key on the keyboard. Oh, okay. So you use the mouse to kind of move them around, but then if you want them to do a single action, you have to press the relevant key on the key. And you know which ones they are, because they've all got helmets on that have got letters on it. So if you press K <laughs> okay, then K yeah, is gonna yeah. do something. If you press L is gonna do something and say like they all kind of follow under some simple groups so like with soldiers they either like swipe a sword or they shoot uh medics they kind of fart out healing clouds um supports right, right. they fart out ammo um or maybe like you can use the mouse or maybe you can use the arrow keys to yeah kind i was gonna say on. you
0: hold down a button and then move uh press one of the other like the keyboard or the uh a mouse to, like, yeah. guide them. Yeah, and what and... I'm
1: thinking is as well is like you could use shift to kind of break them apart into different groups and then you could yep, switch yep. between them with the number keys or something Control, like that. Control, yeah, all that Or maybe the numbers yeah. or, or, like, and then you use, like, the big enter button. Stuff, uh, alpha Bravo alpha is what it's called, Ben.
0: Oh, that's perfect. Okay, <laughs> so. <sighs> Love a good egg, me. Love an egg. Yeah. Uh, And this game is a, uh, a sort of physics simulator. Um, OK, it's it, it's going to be more of a it's it, it'll start off as a a tech demo um for like some new hardware for the PS5. OK, Uh, it'll just be like, look out, this egg is so realistic. You can like touch it and <laughs> OK, um, it's wonderful. And it's literally just going to be a game around eggs and the right. many, many, many uses of eggs. Different like animal eggs can... as
1: well. Like, could we have like an? O- could an ostrich egg be like the final? Oh yeah, boss? yeah,
0: yeah. That's a playable. Uh, yeah, I'll be a boss character, and I don't. You don't do much. You just kind of throw some eggs around, but it'll be really impressive, and okay. it'll be the PS5's only launch title.
1: Okay, and what's it and called? it'll be called
0: Excellent Game.
1: I like it. Uh, it Sounds like an excellent idea, Ben. Right. Here's another billion dollar idea idea. I don't know why anybody's done it yet. Infinite Star Fox. And what I'm thinking is, is like, you know how in Star Fox, like, you're going down tunnels and you're trying to avoid, like, uh, asteroids and stuff? Mm -hmm. That, but an infinite runner. You could use, like, if you were on your phone or, like, if you were using the Switch, you could use Gyro just to steer it and then you just tap to shoot, like, super simple. Um, Maybe you have to keep picking up speed in order to kind of, like, as you go through it, like, the asteroids keep getting denser. Maybe the rings keep getting Mm -hmm. smaller, which makes it a bit more challenging. Um, You could. I mean, you could even use a Joy-Con, like, rather than using it, like, using the Joy-Con, like, it's, you could use it like a flight stick, like, you have to hold it up, and then you kind of, like, move Ooh, your fist back yeah, and forth yeah. to sort of steer it, and yeah, like, it's like an arcade game, and it keeps picking up speed, and, like, the thing keeps getting challenging, again, I don't know why nobody's done this idea, it's the sort of thing I would do if I could code a game, unfortunately I can't, anyways, it's called Hyperspace, Ben, what's your idea? Perfect,
0: uh, so, uh, we, we're talking about uh, about Royale right now, love it. And Battle royals big thing. Uh, everyone loves them. Uh, what genres haven't they done yet? Sports. Ooh. So uh, I'm not really sure which one we could have. Uh, oh, he's, he's not giving me a good look with that one. Okay, sure. uh, in that case, it's going to be a... What's everyone's favorite sport? Football. Golf. 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 Uh, golf. So golf is everyone's favorite sport. Uh, you are uh, a golfer, and you're going around, hitting your golf ball around the map. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you have to be... Uh, There'll be like holes on your opponents. Okay. And if you pop like uh, in the hole, uh, you get a a point or like you take some health off of them. And okay. that's it. You're just kind of golfing around the map, hitting them. Uh, okay. Maybe like there's some secrets hitting where you can like golf your ball. But when, into but the, the when different... does it become a battle Royale? Uh, you pick up different clubs and stuff, but okay. you're killing your opponents by hitting balls into. Okay. Them. There's there's a hundred of a golf. And what do we
1: call it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, golf. Golf. Okay. Oh, shit. I'm running out of time here. Um, Okay, what's a game that every... Okay. Mm. Okay, serious time now, Ben. Right. A touching, coming-of-age queer drama, where a young adult returns home after dropping out of art college. And while they're at home, they begin to connect with old flames and they also find new opportunities. They find out that as one door closes, another one opens. But here's the trick this person is also a killer robot from the future. Okay. And what you need to do is you need to balance dating and your anxiety and hanging out with friends while also assassinating preconcepted future <laughs> generals that will try right. and take down the robots in the future. Okay. It's a good, it, basically, it's a, it, it represents the kind of the balance that we all have of we need to be true to ourselves but also be true to the fact that we are killer robots from the future. Mm-hmm. And it's called Reality Bites, but bite as in like megabyte.
0: I like it. Nice, Ben, okay, one more idea this one this one's gonna be a good one, okay, I had it in my head a second ago. it's gone, shit, Ben, uh, let me just let me just he's looking at me he's giving me guy, a, he's giving me the to, stick guy,
1: stop polishing those guns all right he's got it he's right, got it
0: okay. um, oh, I had it, no, it was really good as well. Ben, come on, yeah, I go. know, I know uh, I might have to go with a backup idea, uh, oh gosh. Okay, a game uh, where you have to make salt, alright? A game where you have okay. to make salt. Ivy you, make you salt. have to combine an acid and a base together to make a salt. Okay. And that's good, isn't it? They're not really they're not very happy with that ben, one. Ben, elaborate on this idea. Uh so you 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 make the salt and then a a chef a, like a top chef takes it from you and is like, this isn't very good salt. And okay. um but if you make good salt he will be very happy with it and you get to play as individual salt particles. And that's it. It's called a uh, salty oh, sal- salt.
1: Oh no, Ben! Oh, I don't think you're gonna make it after this break. But the the clocking their guns. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. This has been a a relaxing episode of uh, Game Overtime so far. Oh, hey guys, Uh, welcome to this week's Sake Break. Uh, You may not be able to see it because we're recording this through uh, audio, but uh, these uh, lovely Yakuza gentlemen have um, let us have a short 30-minute break where they're uh, they're treating us to some sake, which is uh, very kind of them. Uh, Ben, how do you find it?
0: Um... Maybe it's a bit too harsh for my taste, but, you know, it's it's calmed me down. I'm feeling yeah. a lot a lot more chill than I was earlier. Yeah, um, I'm, too. I'm feeling pretty I'm, relaxed. I'm, I'm reflecting said, on it say... and thinking I maybe got a bit too worked up.
1: Yeah, I would say, and I mean, it did seem pretty dramatic, like, you know, because then they were all clocking their guns and there was that kind of, like, panic sting as well. Like, you know, it could have gone, like, any which way. But, yeah, strange uh, fire alarm sound. Yeah, no, I would say so too But they were very kind of us uh, Very kind of the Yakuza to let us have 30 minutes Where we can talk about whatever we want But they have stressed that before we do We do need to make our important plugs So Ben Who was responsible
0: for the music in Game Overtime? Uh, That one's Maxo Nice Uh, So he has a band camp And you can go to the band camp and listen to all his great music It's kind of video game themed And sounds good, I like it
1: I would say, yeah, if you like the music that we use in Game Overtime, um, definitely support him. Maybe you could use that music for your, some of your own projects. But, uh, Ben, can people also support Game Overtime?
0: Yes, they can, funnily enough, at patreon.com slash gameovertime, where you can, sub- uh, you know, subscribe for just $1 a month and hmm. get loads of uh, interesting benefits like art assets and maybe some behind-the-scenes stuff like a, uh, a sneak peek at... Well, not just a sneak peek, a whole peek at uh, episode 12, uh, The Lost One, about mm. The Sun.
1: Yes, um, a game for The Sun, which uh, was recorded, then had a bit of a troublesome production, but is now available. Or potentially Hopefully. will be available. Should, no, I'm should not, be available. I'm not, yeah, sorry Ben, I'm not going to say it's now available, because it hasn't been... Ed- by the time of this recording, it could it's Schrodinger's episode. It's in a state of maybe or maybe not being edited, so we can't say anything yet. But that is a but that is a reason to subscribe to us, as well as supporting the channel and showing your appreciation for what we
0: do. And if but, if you can't support us financially, fair enough. How about you leave a review at Game Over Time, uh, on iTunes. I don't know the URL because it's very long. Uh, but yes. you can go over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever and just leave us a review. Um, and say some nice things, and yeah, apparently it helps. Yeah, and, and um
1: Assuming that you're not listening to this podcast, and I'm not sure why I'm going to say this, we are we are available on iTunes, Pocket Cast, and Spotify, if for some reason you decide, hmm, I'm sure enjoying this Dolly Parton album, but I think I would enjoy it even more if an episode of Game Overtime was slipped right in between it. You could mm. do that on the Spotify app, and nobody could stop
0: you. But say hopefully, Ben, hopefully not Dolly Parton. Uh, what's yes. wrong with uh, mm,
1: yeah slipping between? Mm, mm, oh mm. no, bad bad uh, times. Right, bad so, times at the El Royale, Ben. But let's say that they've done all that stuff, but they still uh,
0: want to know what
1: we two get up to in our own okay. time.
0: Where can they follow us? Uh, you can follow myself at hate me Ben. No, not hate me no. hey, Ben. Hate me Ben. Hate it me Ben on Twitter.com. And mm-hmm. the all the links will be in the description. I always have a YouTube channel, and I might make something for it at some point. You should. I should.
1: I would if I was you. And how about you? And if I was me, I would make more videos as well, because I haven't done one in a while. Oh, hi. My name is James D, but I'm also on Twitter at Hotsider, H-O-T-C-Y-D-E-R, and also on YouTube as Games D, where I make videos about games and stuff. But... I'm not that active there, but if you like shit posting, I'm very active on Twitter. Yeah. So uh, I would, I would maybe go there if I was you, and that's where you can find us. Um, I would like to say as well, if we hadn't before, uh, thank you to everybody who is currently supporting us on Patreon, and
0: we are more than appreciative. Uh, yes. of you. Uh, I would like to thank you, and I'd yes. like to thank Rebecca. Rebecca. Nice. Oh, uh, Ben. Uh, what have you been playing this week? Um. So. I've been I've been getting my platformer fix. Oh,
1: okay. So what you've been pla- So what uh, kind of platformers?
0: So we're talking 3D. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's three whole dimensions. Th- that's an and... extra dimension
1: from a usual platformer,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about the PlayStation mascots, Jack and Daxter and Rash- Ratchet and Clank. Oh wow! Um, no, how you uh, Spyro the Dragon and Crash Bandicoot.
1: Wow, Ben, but they're not even Sony mascots, if anything. They're Activision Universal mascots.
0: Wow. That can be debated.
1: That is, That is debatable. I would say that if it wasn't for them, maybe the PlayStation wouldn't be the hit it was. But if yeah. it wasn't for Metal Gear Solid and Final Fantasy VII, it certainly wouldn't be the mega hit it was. And neither of those games are exclusive either, as any of you people out there who think that they are. But Ben, tell me a little bit about... Uh, I'm... I'm I, I know exactly who these people are, but I'm going to play the yeah. character as somebody who doesn't know who either Crash Bandicoot or Spyro the Dragon are.
0: So tell okay. me a bit about them. So Spyro, he's a purple dragon. Okay. And he was a popular back in the day. He can fly, he can charge, he can spit fire. You know, mm. he's a little baby dragon man. Uh, he spits hot and... fire is
1: what you're saying. He's yeah. good at rapping.
0: Yeah. And he's uh, he runs around in these big worlds, collects gems, frees mm. the other dragons, and he, he takes down the big bad uh Weird lizard men, mm. and uh, he, he, he so recently... what they are. Yeah, okay. and yeah. last year I think it was he got a, a reignited trilogy where uh, he his first three games were re- remade in <sighs> lovely HD, and they look very mm-hmm. good. Yeah. And the same thing happened with this other fella called Crash Bandicoot, who's okay. a a furry Bandicoot. Um, he's a bit wacky, and yeah, he yeah. can spin.
1: I, I, would, I would I would go as far to say that he might be insane in the membrane. Possibly.
0: Potentially. Possibly insane. In the membrane. And insane he runs around membrane. and he jumps through levels to save his uh, bandicoot wife.
1: <laughs> bandicoot? I don't, I don't think Torn is his wife then. Who? That, that's the name of the female bandicoot
0: in um, Crash Bandicoot 1. Oh, is it not Corny? Cor- no, it's Torna. Oh. Where did you get Courtney <laughs> yeah. from? I don't know. I just thought it started start with a C. Hmm. like no, you that's got, Crash. You got Crash, Coco, and I think Courtney. All
1: right. If anything, that makes more sense. No, for some reason, the name's Torna. There we go. So, okay. Let me just correct you here on Crash Bandicoot, yeah? I know I was playing the, the character of somebody who didn't know much about Crash Bandicoot, but now I'm playing the character of somebody who knows too much about Crash Bandicoot, mm. unfortunately, so
0: you're going right. to Right. So in these games you do different things. In Crash it's more linear. Uh you do you run through the levels, you jump on stuff mm. and you get to the end. Whereas in uh, a you you got to collect more stuff and like, you know, find the nooks and crannies and
1: yeah. It's a bit yeah, it's a bit like going from DK like Donkey Kong uh Donkey Kong Country to say Banjo-Kazooie essentially. Going yeah. from very linear to non-linear.
0: Or uh, Mario Galaxy to Mario sixty four. Yeah, although I wouldn't. I Three D Galaxy's
1: got a little bit more open design.
0: Three D world clear. to get Mario sixty four. There we go. That's that's more like it.
1: Did you know so, that yeah. when they were working on Crash Bandicoot, uh, they gave it the code name Sonic's ass game because they wanted to make oh. a game like Sonic the Hedgehog, but because the camera was always behind it, you would see his ass.
0: Okay. Yeah. He's got a good
1: ass. There's a, there's a development story for you. Oh. Did you know that originally, as well, or before they settled on Crash Bandicoot, his name was going to be Willy Wombat? Oh, I like that. <laughs> you prefer Willy Wombat, to Crash? Bandicoot? <laughs> yeah. No, Crash Bandicoot's cool. He wears mm. uh, Chuck Taylors and shorts. Willy Wombat. Willy Wombat's the guy who works at like the bank. Who makes <laughs> weird small talk with you. I like you. him. <laughs> I, I want to see Willy Wombat come to life. You you want Willy Wombat to make a comeback, do you? Yeah. He never. Well, he's not coming back from anything. You didn't. You didn't get anything to come back from. You. You want to oh, give him shit. his limelight.
0: Yeah. But Ben, what do
1: you think of either game?
0: So, my favourite of the two is, and we'll drum roll it. Uh, Spyro. I'm not surprised. But go on. Uh, so. Bear in mind, I only played the first game of each so far. I haven't finished Crash One, but I'm almost there. Uh, Spyro is very, like, Crash 1 feels rough around the edges in a lot of ways.
1: I was going to say, see, so your big problem is is that you're comparing Crash 1 to Spyro 1. Spyro yeah. 1, which came out a year after Crash Bandicoot 3, I should See, this add. very much could change. Mm.
0: Yeah, once you get to the other two Crash Bandicoot games, I think you'll warm having, up to Having them. said that, there's a lot more to the other Spyro games, from what I've heard. Yeah, but not in a good
1: way, mm. from what I remember, because Spyro 3, they kind of, like,
0: they hit the idea pit and it's like what if we added the skateboarding in game <laughs> the game from the consensus Hulk. I've gotten Sparrow 2 seems to be the fan favourite whereas I Crash do... 3 tends to be the fan favourite
1: which is weird because I would say that Crash Bandicoot 2 is probably the, because it kind of splits the difference between the Free's a bit too gimmicky for me is my yeah. issue with Crash Free, while I think Crash 2 has got like the best levels out of either game because they're not as brutal as the first game yeah, they're not as like full of nonsense like the third
0: game. See, that's the thing. i I was expecting brutal levels in Spyro One, and I don't. No, feel Spyro like I've was never
1: it. that brutal of um of a franchise. Spyro is quite easy going, but Crash Everyone is called like it the Dark Souls. Uh, well, not Spyro. I meant I meant Crash. Yeah, no, sorry, Crash. Yeah, the the
0: famous. Yeah, games read, I did call it the Dark Souls of its day. But I'm not feeling it. I haven't. Maybe I'm not trying to flex here. But I genuinely mm. haven't found the game very hard at all.
1: But you have. But I imagine you found it annoying.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I posted a Twitch uh, a a clip on Twitter where I was trying to get the pl- I'm I'm doing platinum on every level. Mm. Um, pure platinum. Yeah, and I got a, a clip where the fire hits me, but it doesn't really. Mm. Have you Have you seen this clip? I have seen this clip, and yeah, it does look pretty
1: bullshit.
0: Yeah, I got hit about... It wasn't really close, even. Uh, but no. yeah, no. Uh, some of the hitboxes are a bit wonky. Uh, stuff just happens sometimes, and I kind of look at it and think, why? Mm. But otherwise, like, other than those little annoyances, it hasn't really bothered me too much. It just no. hasn't... It's been pretty chill, I guess. I've just... Yeah. Like I, I said, I, I
1: think 2's easier going than uh, than the first game. And three's. Free's not easy going again, but, like, it starts off quite easy going, but then it gets, like, really brutal, like, towards the end. Yeah. But, um, yeah, in the first game, like, they're definitely finding their feet, and I think it's weird, like, in trying to recreate one, they try and do it warts and all, even though it has got some weird physics to it, because they, I think it's, it might be Unity, or it might be Unreal Engine 4. I don't know what they built these remakes in, but it doesn't feel quite right.
0: I was going to say, there's something weird about Crash that I don't feel as much of Spyro. Spyro feels a bit more polished as a remake. And I would say as well,
1: on the thing that it's more of a non-linear game and it's less about platforming, it's sort of, you can kind of get away with it versus something like Crash where it may need a little bit more precision to it. Yeah. At least in the first, and then keep in mind, the first game was designed around using a digital pad. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. on the second and the third game, at this point, the DualShock came out and said so they were like, "Oh, if you want to use sticks, go ahead."
0: Well, I have been I have been using the D-pad in them um, for the okay. most part. All right. Uh, I tend to because a lot of it's two D. Like a lot of you, you are just going through pretty much two D levels. The fucking mm. I one thing I am the depth perception in a lot of stuff is a bit bullshit. Hmm. Like there are there have been jumps in that the the temple level, uh, that I was like, I swear I made that or. I overshot and at it. At least, just...
1: I will. I will cheer you up a little bit, but as well, Ben, is that you are having box problems in the first game as well. Box yeah. problems. They're not. That's a thing of the past in the second and the third game.
0: Pisses me off. The the game's telling me, oh, you missed these boxes. So I replay the level, thinking, where'd I miss them? Go through the you whole have, thing. And I don't missed. see them. Google, the, you need Google, Google one,
1: it. You need to unlock colored gems and order yeah. to get them. That's yeah. the trick. Meanwhile, Wait. in the second game, they don't do that trick. O- they only do that trick a few times, and it's quite easy to get colored gems, so it's not that yeah. bad. Yeah,
0: but I know it just—it just kind of annoyed me. And I, it's just like—I don't know. It's fine. It's a good game. Uh, I'm enjoying it, but good. I don't know. It's not—it's not leaving much of an impression. A lot of the levels are kind of repetitive. Like hmm. you go through the same uh theming a couple times each. Like, a, like I said, things get better in second yeah, and third no, for this. I definitely feel that. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm more looking forward to playing those games. Yeah, uh, I'm the gonna fu- do. I'm essentially gonna do Sparrow One, Crash One, Sparrow Two, Crash Two, and that until I get to all of them. See, the funny thing is, is that when I played them, because I
1: kind of knew what the right order was, I did Crash Two, then Crash One, and then Crash Three, because hmm. you need you need One as that sandwich filling between two decent pieces of bread. <laughs> because if you sat if you sat with that game, you go, I'm never playing a Crash Bandicoot I, game I, ever it's not again. That bad. No, well, you seem like, to...
0: You... I, uh, at the bridge level that everyone seems to hate, unless there's a second one. Is there a second level? There's bridge a couple level? of bridges. Oh, okay, maybe you haven't got to the one everyone no, hates then. I don't Never think mind. you have got I was going to say, because I went through it and I was like, oh, that it wasn't, it wasn't hard.
1: I haven't played the Spyro remakes yet, though. I do have them. I haven't mm.
0: installed it yet, though, but I do I have I very much like Spyro, is what I've yeah. learned. I haven't um,
1: played a... I didn't play a lot of Spyro back in the day, despite the fact that I thought it would be my thing, but I just never really got a chance because I wasn't much of a PlayStation kid. Yeah, But I had played the crashes, so...
0: I love how Spyro controls. He feels good. Mm. Uh, good. He has a nice glide, he has a good charge, he's got nice. a nice fire. Everything kind of just works with him. And the levels, yeah. uh, they're, they're pretty good. But mm. then what I really like is the way they hide secrets. Like, they're just so clever for yeah. a lot of them. Like, you really have to, like, fight, like... Cl- claw around the corners of the level be observant, that I feel yeah. is more uh, of a thing than in other 3D platforms I've played. I agree. yeah. I think that's
1: always been one thing that Insomniac is good at, is hiding bits and bobs in their levels.
0: And it feels very satisfying to do. It is. I'm glad to hear it.
1: And if uh, anybody from Sony out there is listening and saying, hey, these remakes of platforming games seem to be doing pretty well, uh, if you want to remake Ape Escape, I might buy one of your consoles to put, play that game because Apescape One is tip top.
0: Apescape, yes, please. That'd be good. Please do. Uh, new what else game. is there? Jack and Daxter or Ratchet and Clank?
1: No, we don't need. The- if anything, they're too up to date. Anyways, we don't. Yeah, need I those. guess so. They still make um, what's it called? Games, don't they? Um, Ratchet and Clank. So, yeah.
0: What's the point? Well, well, the, least, the most recent one was a remake, wasn't it?
1: Uh Yeah, that's right. It was a remake of the first game. but For of some reason, a bit to put movie cutscenes into. Yeah, because it's based on the movie, yeah. which is, I think is based on the first game anyways. um which is odd. what What have I been playing, though, is the real question. That's what people yeah. want to know. What have you been playing? I don't know where to start, really. I guess we could segue from talking about platforming games and say, Hey, Ben, you've played a game that you've gone from a linear game to an open world game. Meanwhile, I played a game that went from an open-world game into a linear game, and that game is <laughs> Ukulele and the Impossible
0: Lair. Oh, yeah.
1: Ben, do you want to talk about the Ukulele and <laughs> okay.
0: Impossible Lair? I'll, I'll get my thoughts yeah. out of the way as someone who hasn't played it.
1: But you have played games which, not to use a pun or anything, <laughs> maybe aping. aping yeah. another franchise.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Ukulele may be aping... Uh, another video game called Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, um, and Donkey Kong Country Returns, which came yeah, out before yeah. Tropical Freeze. Yeah. Um, so my impressions of Ukulele, and I'm um, this is purely off of how it looks and sounds mm-hmm. more than anything else, because uh, I haven't played it, and I'm I'm sure it's fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I do not like how the game looks very much. Okay. Uh, it's it's a sort of thing that you get when uh developers make 3d games but don't really and they try to like do a certain style but then when you compare it to that style you just it just isn't up to snuff mm mm-hmm. and that's kind of the thing I get with ukulele when I look at it I'm like it just doesn't look the animations aren't as nice the uh the the environments aren't as nice and the enemy designs are kind of mm well. And...
1: Yeah. No go, no, go
0: on, if you had any I, mo- yeah. anything more and, to say. Uh, and music, seems alright. I like the overworld, though. I like the overworld a lot. But yeah, no, it just, for me, it seems like a very much a budget ukulele, uh, budget tropical freeze.
1: Well, Ben, I love ukulele and <laughs> impossible lair. I thought um, you'd say that. Because I wasn't a big fan of tropical freeze, I will say this. Which I much... do find odd. Yeah, I find it odd as well. Okay, so here's two things. One, I'm not a massive fan of Tropical Freeze because I find it too frustrating to play and I don't really, kind of... There wasn't enough going for it where I kind of wanted to stick with it. Even though everybody was like, oh, you ought to play it. Oh, it's the best game ever made. And, like, I'm playing it. It I'm is. Like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not really seeing it. Like, it looks okay. Like, it looks good for a Wii U game. That's the thing. Like, but other than that... It's Tropical Freeze whatever. looks great. But, on top of that, I hated the original <laughs> Ukulele because <laughs> I... Okay, I'll give the backstory that everybody else does. When I was eight years old in 1998, (laughs) I loved Banjo-Kazooie. It was my favorite game. Oh boy, I can't wait for them to make more games like Banjo-Kazooie. These are the only games that I want. But guess what, Ben? I went back and replayed Banjo-Kazooie a few years Uh ago and was like, oh boy, these games do not hold up. They, oh, wow. they are not good uh, kazooie does at least the fortune with kazooie is, is that because the levels are small enough and tight enough they actually have quite nice objective design to them and yeah. the kind of the pathing isn't too bad the main problem that i have with games like banjo 2 or to a greater extent donkey kong 64 mm-hmm. is that the issue that i have with these games is that they're covered in padding and what i mean by this is that they will have really kind of simple challenges in them in order to get collectibles, like essentially like the most simple challenge in them is push a button. But what they'll do in order to make this more complex is that you can only push a button as a certain character with a certain item in a certain time of day, like whatever. Like they will add layers of artificial obfuscation in front of it to make it seem like it's a challenge. And some mm-hmm. people like that because they go, oh, it's like going on an adventure, and oh, I need to bring my hat with me and stuff like that. I always thought that stuff sucked, and like yeah. Donkey Kong sixty four is probably the worst offender of it. Oh, no, hundred percent. And when they made the original Ukulele, they doubled down on that because they said, oh, this is what people like. Let's make a game like this. And so, like, you get to the first level where it's this giant empty Mayan like fucking. Sandbox where there's like barely anything to do, and then when you do find stuff, it just kind of feels rubbish. It's like carnival game stuff, yeah. And the biggest issue with the game is that the levels are way too big and everything's way too spread apart. And then you come out of the levels and they say, Hey, do you want to spend in game currency to make the levels even bigger? <laughs> and it's like, No, I do not. This <laughs> I'm is not really sp- I'm all right. This is rubbish. So Going in, I shouldn't like ukulele and me, possible, but I saw some clips of it and I saw some videos and I said, There's something about this and I don't know what it is, but so it's kind of tickled me under the chin and I'll, I'll give it a go. And Ben, you were very right to say that it is a budget tropical freeze because where that game is 50 quid to buy new from Smith's Toys, I got <laughs> I, I got ukulele and me, possible, for 20 quid from CD yeah. Keys. That's cdkeys.com for all your gaming needs. Winky winky. Um. I would say, for 20 quid. It, I think it's a good-looking game. I would say maybe the art style isn't as cohesive as, say, Tropical Freeze, but they do do a lot of interesting stuff with it. Like, you don't mm. just have... Because a lot of the clips, they just kind of show, like, generic towns and industrial stuff. But no, they do jungles, and they do forests, and they do a lot of callbacks to classic Donkey Kong Country-style levels. Like, there's one which is almost like a better remake of uh, brush Symphony from... Um, dkc2 uh there's a couple of underwater ones which remind me of like aquatic ambience and stuff like that the 2D stuff is fine I think if you played it you'd find it a little bit rote you'd be like I've played more challenging things yeah. in Donkey Kong country however again I was getting frustrated with the dkc games i don't there is challenge here but I don't find myself getting frustrated by it and I think there's two reasons for this the main one is there's no lives in the game.
0: Yeah, it does a Rayman, which because Rayman's been doing this for a long time now.
1: Yeah, which I think is a nice touch. I don't. I've always thought lives in games are a bit like of a kind of an. That's it was a it was a weird vestigial I, element from I arcade games. It,
0: I noticed actually playing Spyro, um, which I died in a lot more than I've died in Crash One. I have about I have about, I have about eighty-eight. I think I have ninety lives in Crash One. Interesting because and... I think
1: by um, I think by Spyro 2 or Spyro 3, I think they get rid of lives. So, because
0: oh, okay. yeah, Spyro 1, I keep I kept running out of lives, and running out of lives in Spyro is a bit shit because it just kicks you back to the start of the hub world. Yeah, so it's literally just okay, walk back to where you were and do it again. Yeah, and it's like, okay, what what's the point of this?
1: And I'll say as well, so there's no lives in the game, which helps. Yeah. And basically like you can, you can go back to um, like, there's the checkpoint systems quite all right in it. And there's a little feature that's like, oh, if you get stuck in a part, you can skip it. But I don't do that. Cause I like collect. So basically in every level, like at the end of it, you collect a bee and yeah, <laughs> yeah you collect bees in this game, but also you can <laughs> collect coins and the coins are basically, that's how you unlock more of the overworld is because there's a character in it. Who's like a sleazy salesman guy. And he's like, oh, you need to give me coins so I can unlock more of the world. Mm-hmm. Which is alright, I don't mind that, because most coins are kind of like, if you've ever played a Donkey Kong Country game, it's like, hey, can I go backwards into this building? I can. Oh, there's a coin here, nice. Yeah. Or you get it for just going off the beat. And some of them are quite challenging, but... And that's okay. Again, I don't know if it'd be... I think you'd find it a little bit too basic. For me, it's my perfect speed. But here's my favourite thing about it, and that's the overworld,
0: which... Now, this is something thing sp- I very much like.
1: This is... It kind of splits the difference between, say like a Mario map screen and like it's very basic
0: Zelda game. where. So it's, essen- it's essentially like a uh, 3D World level select. Yeah, but it's almost it like a, a classic...
1: Zelda. It's like a classic Banjo-Kazooie style hub world, but it's flattened, so it's overhead yeah. 2D, where you do do a little bit of platforming and a little bit of puzzle solving, and it's pretty good. But it's got this really cool feature <laughs> in it, which I've never seen any other game... Well, other games have done it, but not as cleverly as this, which is... Every level has two versions of itself. And basically, they just kind of use this to sort of double up the level. Which, again, it's fine by me. I don't mind them doing this. But how you unlock a second version of the level is really clever. Because they yeah, turn I've, it into a pu-
0: I've seen this tu- and I really like it.
1: They turn it into a puzzle. And so the most basic version of this is... All, the way that you access levels in the world is that they're all physical portals. The way the way that the law works in ukulele is that you access these portals look like books, and you jump into books, and they're like little story things. But because they're physical portals, you can affect them. And the way that you do this is say, on the most basic level, is you've got a book which is on dry land, but then you have like a dam that can direct water over it, and by doing so, you unlock the second version of the level, and it becomes a water level, or you set a level on fire and it becomes, like, you have to outrun a fire or something like that. And it's enough that they do... They change the routes enough that it does feel like new levels, but kind of with familiar pieces of the old one. And, like, the only thing that it reminds me of is, like, in Super Mario Galaxy, where you would go back to the same level, but they would change things up a little bit. Like, suddenly a lava level becomes an ice level, or, like, um... Like you go down a different path or something like that.
0: It reminds me of a uh, Mega Man X. Have you played Mega Man X? I haven't. So uh, there are nine level, uh, like uh, eight robot, master- uh, eight Mavericks in Mega Man X. Yeah, and I think four of them have alterable stages. And essentially, a stage oh, will get yeah, altered. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: and um. Yeah, if you yeah. take the water out of one level, it will flood another one or something like that, right?
0: And essentially, there's like uh, there's the Chill Penguin stage. If you do that before going to Flame Mammoths, which is a factory uh, lava level, uh, it freezes over and all the lava That's is cool. like, completely frozen. And there's one yeah. level where you uh, Storm Eagle stage, where you go to that and you take down a ship and then that ship crashes mm. into... Uh, Uh, spark mandrel stage which is electricity based and now the power's like on the fritz and like the lights are flashing out off and out on, and like there's some broken stuff and it's very cool. Yeah. Yeah
1: and I like it in this because I've always really liked hub worlds in games like I would always say that my favourite part of like Banjo Kazooie or Banjo 2 is always the hub world because I kind of like this idea of a sort of a little world which these little worlds are part of Yeah, and I like kind of going between but the fact that I can actually affect them through like And again, it's nice because some of them are kind of easy to figure out, like um, oh, I just need to flip the switch and then I'll do a thing. But some of them do have a bit of a challenge to kind of figuring out, okay, how do I unlock the thing that's going to change the level? Yeah. And it's it's nice. It's like some of it's kind of block puzzles, some of it's kind of like very simple projectile carnival game stuff. Which again, I don't mind doing that in an overworld. It's when that's like what you're doing in game, which is kind of the issue. But it's neat. And again, like, I've never seen another game do this and I would like it if say if they did another ukulele, I wouldn't mind another one like this where they kind of build up more like if they made the overworld more of like a, an actual 3D hub game where you do all that sort of stuff and then still kind of have these 2D levels as your and it's nice because you kind of have the 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 tw- you know, you can have the heat of doing all these platforming levels but then if you want to do some basic puzzle solving and kind of relax a little bit that's what the overworld's for. Yeah. I really like it, and again, I did not like the original ukulele. I did not. I'm not a mass, I'm not the biggest fan of the D.K.C. stuff, but this is brill. Like, I probably have said horrible things about Playtonic about how oh they don't know what they do and they don't know what they're doing with an open. They've nailed this though, and I would say that if you wanted to try, if you like the D.K.C. stuff or you want to get into it but you don't have a Switch or whatever, give this a, give this a go. Because I think you'll like it, and I think you'll like what they do with it. And again, if you want to maybe move up to something a little bit more challenging, maybe try Tropical f- uh, Freeze on the Switch. Uh, I don't know, Ben. I w- I think it's worth twenty quid personally. I think it might be worth giving it a try. But like yeah. I said, I think because you are a bigger D.K.C. fan, maybe you'll probably see it more through those kind of eyes. It Meanwhile, is, kind
0: it, I mean, like there are def. It's definitely a D.K.C yes and again
1: and the budget thing kind of comes from the fact that like this is a project that they did for team 17 yeah. they probably didn't have the money that they had from the kickstarter they didn't they're doing some a little bit smaller in scope and that's why they did a the 2d thing but i think how considering how well they've done it doing their 2d thing on a budget where they're using kind of ni- nice flat art assets and stuff to make up for versus the 3d open world game where they made which was incredibly bare this was the better decision that they made
0: no, I'm yeah. I'm 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 impressed that they've managed to. Good. Uh, and I will also say game. as
1: well, OST probably one of the best soundtracks that I've heard this year. I was going to well. say I'm I'm not a lot usually... of the early stuff isn't is a bit like mm. whatever, but that's the, stuff the actual I heard, some of the so like... some of the level compositions are spot on especially okay. if you like DKC stuff because they got Dave Wise back for some of the things I don't think they've got back the um, what's the other guy that did the Banjo-Kazooie soundtrack Grant uh, Kirkhope yep. I think they got him to do some other yeah, stuff I'm and then they sure. had another guy in to kind of he did ukulele and the coolest thing about it is that when you have these level transformation things they will take the original song and they will find a way to kind of play with it and they do it in a really neat way I don't spoil too much if, yeah. if you're out there give it a go and at some and we'll point, I will probably beat the impossible lair part of it, which is what you're collecting the bees for, is to do this final level. Not a massive fan of that aspect of it, but I'm enjoying everything else, so that's pretty yeah. good. Anyways, okay. Yaku's guys, they're popping their guns at us again, so we better get packed, coming up with some ideas. idea idea um all right um dragon rearing game okay like you know how we were saying about that pokemon game where you breed like pokemon together okay. yeah but this is for dragons um, so like one of mobile fantasy games world. where you yeah, like, like hatch like, all the dragon eggs like, and yeah exactly but like um you like you polish the eggs and stuff to like you know get them good traits okay. and then when they when they hatch uh, you play with them you train them uh you battle them maybe um small dragons big dragons wingless horn spiky magic uh wyverns um all the dragons are there Maybe you like battle your friends. Maybe you like breed dragons together to get like better stats. Like if you breed two big dragons together, you get like an even bigger one. If you get one like who breathes fire and a big one, then you get a big fire-breathing one. Uh, Maybe get different colors and stuff like that. And maybe like I don't know. Maybe like the dragons drop scales and stuff, and you can kind Mm. of sell that to people Mm. to make armor. Um, Basically, dragon dragon game where you take care of um, a dragon, and that can be on the phone or the DS. And it is called uh, Raptor
0: Rancher. Ben, what's your idea? Okay, so uh, you know, you know, RPGs, everyone loves them, right? Uh, turn-based RPGs, people love the love shit them. out them. Yeah. What if you? Okay, so you get into a battle. Uh, you 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 know the battle music starts. Uh, the bat a timer appears on screen. It's a it's a wear thing, and you have five seconds to beat the enemy. Uh oh no. Okay. Like you have five seconds to either dodge its attack or like make a counterattack, or select a move, and the battles go quick. If you do not uh re- react quick enough you will just lose health and you know get a status effect and that'll be a bit shit uh but this RPG yeah. is fast paced quick action but it's still going to be 200 hours long okay uh I'm, I'm okay uh, what's uh, it called uh uh I don't know it's going to be called uh mega micro RPG or something I don't know uh mega Mi- uh, mega micro adventure um, you guys
1: with guns, did have you got any thoughts? No. Nope? Okay. All right. The the point the guns back out is bad. Okay. Uh, um. Okay. But that seems like a seems like a pretty good idea. Um. What else? Uh. Okay. Uh. Mini Gear Solid. Um. A eight bit remake uh, of MGS. How do you guys cool. like that? Oh. Oh. Sh- oh. Yeah. No. They did for the. Yeah. That was on the Game Boy Color. Won it. Oh no. Okay. Um, oh, no. oh Uh. Okay. Okay. Um. A stealth game inspired by MGS but you play as the snake from the game Snake on the phone. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So you're constantly moving, and you're always eating rations that keep making you bigger, (laughs) but the rooms have the layout from Metal Gear Solid with, like, the square walls and stuff, and they always have enemies that are patrolling around as quickly as you move. So basically you need to keep looping around so they don't see your tail and stuff, because otherwise they'll try and shoot you and make you smaller. So it's a point-based game? Yeah. Yeah. um but you do uh, but you still do metal gear stuff like getting key cards yeah, and solving yeah. puzzles and whatever and beating all the bosses which are like kind of different snake variations um uh metal gear solid snake eater there we go oh, uh, ben, what's
0: your idea okay so uh monster hunter love it i love that love game it. uh love what it. if you played as the monster and also it was a roguelike uh kind of in the style of zombie you where you start okay, off as like a monster uh, as a monster and you just have to survive uh you kind of go around uh, feeding your children, or like you know, getting bigger, and eventually you get to a point where you're like, you've you've got a family, you love everyone, and then the monsters come in and try to fuck you up, and yeah. you um, it's a roguelike because you know it's a different experience every time. You might survive this one, or you might die, and it'll be horrible. You have to say goodbye to oh, your no. children as they look at your corpse and cry, and it'll be really sad. Uh, it'll be a very much an immersive storytelling game. Uh, an uh, what you call it. I'm feeling uh, immersed. Listen to yeah, yeah, yeah. this idea. It's, it's, you know, uh, the, what, what's the word for storytelling that happens itself? Um, emergent. Emergent storytelling. It's going to be a lot of that, and it's going to okay. be called uh, Monster Hunter. No, it's just going to be called Hunter Monster. Okay, I like it. Right, Ben, um, space tennis,
1: okay? Here's oh, my. my idea. Re- like regular tennis, but in the middle of the court, there's heavenly bodies with that have gravitational pull. So All when right. you're hitting the ball back and forth, they keep, like, the gravity of these planets causes the ball to, like, pull, like go off in different angles, but it will still come, like, to the other side of the court. So while you're playing tennis, you're not only watching the guy who's, like, serving it back to you, but you're also looking at these heavenly bodies that are moving back and forth that are going to m- mess it. around with the gravity of the thing and sometimes like maybe like you got some planets that do that but maybe you also have some black holes or like wormholes so the tennis ball goes into a wormhole and then comes out another one but like with the same direction and velocity so you have to kind of compensate for that so it's like half a sports game and half a puzzle game and maybe like you can collect power-ups so like you can make like a planet bigger or like you can just add planets to the thing <laughs> like um people aren't really going to notice it um i
0: don't know it could be good it could be multiplayer who cares yeah. uh ben uh, Halo Wars, Uh, but it's not Halo Wars, it's kind of a, it's a, it's a real-time strategy game, and or turn-based, like, I'm not Royals. really sure, uh, we, we haven't decided yet, uh, but you play as uh, Nintendo villains, and you control Ooh. their various armies, Okay, uh, like so it's sort of a Smash Bros. thing in that, you know, everyone's here, you've got Ridley, you've got K. Roll, you've got Bowser, and they've all got their respective armies, um, and they're, you know, commanding them, like, as Ridley, you'll send some space pirates, and have different units have they got special abilities and stuff like like CO powers like in advanced wars Uh, yeah there's going to be different powers for each like you know they all have that kind of specialist sort of thing Bowser his units are all going to be kind of stupid but there's loads of them Uh, whereas Ridley he's kind of got a a smarter uh, style of play and he can like uh, send out more intelligent units that learn how to battle and uh, act on their own, but there's less of them, and you know, that sort of thing. And uh, there's gonna be a okay. lot of strategy to it, and it's gonna be really good. And it's gonna be called uh, uh, Super Smash Friends Fighters. Got it,
1: like it. Right, Ben, PS4 games, yeah? No. Everybody loves them uh, God of War, Last of Us, blood Last of Us 2, uh, Days Gone. So, what I'm thinking is, yeah, we make a game, it's a third person over the shooter cinematic action adventure game, yeah? Uh People love those. it's the story of a grizzled old hero taking care of his young ward and showing them how to be a man. And, like, kind of... Like, in the process, though, of, like, kind of, like, passing on the thing of, like, toxic masculinity, he kind of realizes, oh, no, this is wrong, I need to kind of improve. So both of them kind of improve as they go along. Could it be a sequel to, like... uh, Yeah, go on. Well, here's the twist, right? It's Tetris, right? (laughs) You're playing as Tetris, and you got a young son, Tetris Jr., yeah? And, like, you fight enemies by, like, clearing out debris and stuff, and, like, maybe you have to form blocks around a boss to remove them. Uh, Anyways, it's called Tetris. No numbers on it because it's a soft reboot.
0: Okay. So, it's a game uh, where you've got a gun and you can shoot people with it. Uh, Well, not people, but, like, the alien hordes. Uh, This sounds unique. Go on. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of mow them down, and you actually have to mow down so many that you can, like, build up. Uh, infrastructures and like you know if you mow down enough enemies you can like build up a house okay. out of their corpses and you okay. can lug them around build them up and you, you've you essentially just got to colonize a planet and okay. I like it uh, it's not going to be problematic in this license because you know colonization's fine
1: Oh, no, everybody loves colonization.
0: Yeah, and uh, it'll probably just be called colonization, and you just got to uh, mow them down, uh, build build up houses using their own corpses, because uh, <laughs> we don't know how to do subtle storytelling over here. <laughs> okay. Um, and... And, then, and
1: then at the end of the game, does it fade to black and say that you were the real
0: monster Yeah, it just, along? Yeah, it literally just says, you're the fucking monster, what the fuck are you and doing? And then
1: it says, Spec Ops the line too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, um, a basketball game, but the ball keeps getting smaller as the time goes on. <laughs> no. So it makes the ball harder to dribble and, like, to keep hold of, and, like, eventually, like, the ball gets to the size... It- it'll be like NBA Jam, like a kind of a... It'll be, like, side-on, but, like, the ball will eventually get to the size of a pixel and disappear, and then when <laughs> that happens, um, like, obviously the game ends. But... Um, so in order to keep the ball bigger you need to keep collecting power-ups to keep it normal size but if you collect too many power-ups the ball becomes too big right and so, because it's too big, like you can't dribble it. Well, the biggest problem is is that it becomes too big to put through the hoop.
0: Is everyone just sitting around waiting for the ball to get smaller at that point?
1: No, you still have to play it. Like you basically, you're like pushing it around like a zorb ball, then, okay. but you can't dribble it, which means that you can't dunk it, and it's too big to dunk as well. <laughs> so, and yeah, if you let it shrink and it was in your possession, then you um you lose points. Um, anyways, the name of the game is Dinky Dunks, Ben.
0: Great. Okay, so it's a uh, it's kind of like your game. I've just been inspired nice. by you. Uh, okay, so like it's it. a basketball game. And there's a normal game of basketball going on, but if you zoom in real far, there's actually a smaller game of basketball. <laughs> oh, on top of the basketball? <laughs> uh, no, uh, on the ground. Oh. And they oh, are okay. terrified because um, they're, these giants are running <laughs> okay. around playing basketball on top of them. And you have to play a game of basketball on a really big court. Um, like, it's fucking massive because, you know, for them... It's, like, the size of ten courts. And you have yeah. to watch out for the giant ball and the giant people running around. For <laughs> and... also playing your
1: game with basketball. Yeah, but you can
0: also, like, use them. Like, Shadow of the Closer style, you can climb up them and dunk off them. Oh, um, neat, yeah. And I if like you that. manage, to, if you somehow manage to get up to their nets and dunk through that one, then... You get, like, 100 points. Yeah. You be, I think okay. you might just win the game. It's like the Golden Snitch. And this is going to be called uh, Even Dinkier Dunks. Like it.
1: Uh, hold on, Ben. I'm gonna t- chat to these guys. Um, could could we just do like a light gun game? Because like nobody really makes like. Can we do it like for the iPhone or the Switch? Like anything with a touchscreen and a gyro? Is that an idea? Oh, I I need a co- okay. Um, uh, uh, you're a cop. Um, uh, you're Robo Cop. You're a robot cop and. Um, It's like Die Hard, like, it's skyscrapers, and, like, Um, you're a robot cop, but badder robots have taken over the skyscraper, and, like, there's some big robot tanks, like, they're, like, big, um, uh, yeah, and, like, you go through, and it's got, like, different floors, and, like, it's like an arcade game, and you tap the screen to shoot them, or you use the gyro to shoot, um, uh, like, call it Maximum Overdrive or something, or Steel Justice. Yeah, Steel Justice. Okay.
0: Uh, okay, uh, there we go, Ben. Uh, back to you. Did they like it? I think so. Okay. So, how about a Yakuza... Oh. <laughs> oh, oh no, sorry. They, they, they don't seem keen on that, <laughs> on that idea. Okay, wait, no, let me... I'll, I'll keep going. Uh, a Yakuza game, so... Not not the not the series Yakuza. Uh, this okay. is just about the Yakuza. And we they're, they're really good people. Okay, yeah. and they go around like helping the environment. What if it was like Yakuza but they yaks? Okay.
1: Oh, 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 are oh, oh. oh, they like oh look, that one that bald <laughs> one over there? He's smiling. Look at him; he's got a baby smile for that idea.
0: <laughs> I was yeah. thinking like it's the gameplay of the Yakuza series, but you're just going around like instead of punching people, you're like punching environment like uh trash, you know, little cans into recycling. Bags.
1: Oh, okay, that works. You're, and... you're helping
0: out the community. Yeah. All right. And what what do we call it? Yakuza, the real the real Yakuza experience. The, oh, like the
1: real Ghostbusters. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ben, you like Metroid Prime, right? A hundred percent.
1: Okay, Metroid Prime photography game. Oh, okay. You go to space. You go to these. You go down onto these planets in your little spaceship, and you go up and you take some pictures of some cheeky aliens who live on these planets. Yeah. And you studied it, like, you're like um like when um uh, Charles Darwin went to the Galapagos Islands to study, like, turtles and stuff, and, like, the birds that lived there. So, like, you have to kind of watch their daily routines and see, like, how they eat and how they communicate. And you got to write, like, entries for, like, a it's like, like Like that Oprah Din game where you have to work out how these people died, uh-huh. but you need to, like, figure out how these animals, how these aliens work on this planet. So you need to document them with photos, but you also yeah. need to document what they do day to day. And then, like, um, you know, how do they interact with, like, Intelligent Life like um, here? Metroid Prime, Super Surveillance. Great. That's my
0: idea. Uh, so Great. I've taken three genres and merging them into one. We've got stealth, we got horror, Look. and we got sports. Okay. And this game is going to be a football game. Uh, actually, no, it's going to be another golf game. Uh, you're you're golfing uh, while also having to be stealthy because there's a, uh, a golf monster roaming around. And it's also horrifying because he's, like kafulu and you've got to you got to play around a of golf in this like indoor uh golf area uh without being seen and mm-hmm. he'll come around he'll like he'll see a ball and he'll kick it into like a different place and you'll be like shit so then you have to like crawl into a little crawl space to hit the ball and it'll be really awkward mm-hmm. and you've got to you know just uh you can make distractions by firing like a uh, instead of hitting the ball you can like hit a cup and it'll be really good and you can uh Do Fun Stuff It's going to be called uh, Golf Bumps, like Goosebumps. Oh,
1: (laughs) I like it. Golf Bumps. Uh, Ben, you were talking about combining things that people like together. Mm -hmm. I'm going to combine two things that nobody likes together (laughs) and see if we can get a good idea out of it. So, first things first, it's an indie RPG inspired by Earthbound set in a quirky American suburb. Nobody's seen this before. And you play as a slacker who turns out to be the chosen one who needs to save the world, even though he doesn't want to. He wants to completely turn his back on this and say, yo, man, I just want to read comic books and play video games all day because he's he's like the player at home, yeah? Mm. But here's the twist. All the combat is pinball, that thing that people really like in video games, okay. physics-driven pinball <laughs> games, and you can only attack these enemies if you get a really good score on the right. pinball table. <laughs> uh maybe some bosses are on maybe your character is a pinball or maybe he turns into a pinball like super mario pinball um we'll call it um steel ball run there we go
0: sorted got it in one ben what's your idea you know isekai animes right yeah yeah so that you get you get a normal person he goes into a fantasy world kind of like what you were talking about however this isn't an isekai this is a uh I don't know what you call it, an isekai, like a non-Isekai. Uh this is a fantasy person who's coming to the real world. Ooh. And it's a it's an RPG. Okay. And you you <laughs> while your normal approach to battles is killing people, you go up to them and like you get into an RPG fight with some fugs, you kill them. Whereas when you level up, your new moves become negotiation moves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. whereas you like stop fighting as much and like you know learn to negotiate and live in the real world like one of your moves is going to be accounting where you get to...
1: yeah you're like a guy with a giant sword but eventually you unlock like a business suit and a tie yeah, and, and that's stuff like, like the like final
0: that. class you're going to eventually become uh, okay. Yeah, you become a CEO that's, yeah. the, that's the final bo- you become the final boss uh, it's going to be called CEO RPG love it um uh yeah, I'm in trouble. Dark Souls,
1: Star Wars. Is not mm. a thing that people would like. I mean, uh, why if you like? Okay, so like you're set on a single sandy planet, but you okay. don't know where to go because there's no map or whatever. Yeah, no, don't have. And everything else. looks like sand because it's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go one way, you're gonna get like blown up by droids. Okay. Uh, another way's got a poison bog where mm-hmm. like a Jedi lives, but Fish you need shit. to get you need you need to do rare drop farming in order to get like out of the bog ghosts in mm-hmm. order to see like the secret platforms and stuff. Um, there's one lightsaber in the entire game, and you need to donate the p- bosses in a particular order, and you need to donate all your midichlorians to some guy in order to get it. Uh I could easily see this selling fifteen yeah. to twenty
0: million copies though. Okay. So a game where um you know you you know those games where it's like it's a boss rush sort of thing? Yeah. Like, you know, Fury, Titan Souls, uh that one about the Colossuses or whatever it is. Uh Titan Colossuses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um so that, but like instead of bosses, in the big ones, it's like your real mm-hmm. life boss, and it's just a boss rush where you have to talk. Yeah, you, you get fired from your job and you have to go to another one and deal with okay. that boss for a week. All right. Um, I like it. And you just do that like eight times, and you know they're all different bosses. One's wearing a pink suit. and the One's wearing like an orange suit. Uh, one of them's a woman because you got to meet that quota. Oh yeah, of course. You, uh, to, you hit it. Yeah, and it's gonna be called. Uh, who's who's the boss now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one last idea for me then. Uh,
1: guys, uh, y- Yakuza in the room, you can help me pick between That's okay? 3D character platforming action game, yeah? Like Banjo-Kazooie or something like that. But here's your choice between what the main mechanics are going to be. It's either going to be... You use magnetism to solve all the puzzles. So like you grab cheap metal to protect yourself. You hang from heavy metal walls. Uh, you post between positive and negative in order to like start generators and stuff. Maybe that could be an idea. Or football. You use a football to solve all your puzzles. Maybe all the boss fights are, like, football games, one aside. Maybe you unlock, like, special powers for the football, like big football or, like, metal football, or even a football with magnetism. I don't know, which, which I... Ben, which idea do you prefer, football or magnetism?
0: Uh, I don't know anymore. You don't know anymore? Okay.
1: um, Oh, he's... Fl- Football is okay. Um, either home goal or kickoff. That's what we'll call it then. Yeah. Uh, ben, one more idea.
0: Ah. Uh, Please. Just this needs more. to be a
1: winner, so they'll let us go.
0: Okay. Um. Why don't we just like remake Link to the Past?
1: Oh. Is it... They seem to be putting their guns. Away. Ben, keep going. I, I think I think we might be onto um, a winning... Okay. How do they remake it? Uh,
0: for the Switch, it's gonna have uh no motion controls because people hate those. Uh, it's gonna have uh it's gonna be just like the Link to the Past. Uh, pixel perfect. Everything's gonna be the exact same. Uh, you can move in eight directions. Uh, actually no, you can move omnidirectional. Uh, using Ooh. the joysticks, and uh, they're gonna add new content, new dungeons. Uh, that people are actually gonna really like. And what kind of graphics has it
1: got, Ben? What does it, have? Uh, the does it look? the best
0: graphics, it looks like Link's Awakening, but better. Like, bigger, and what about the soundtrack? What Did epic... they change the soundtrack at all? It's orchestrated. It's fully orchestrated. It's gonna be incredible. Fully orchestrated.
1: Oh my god. Ben, we're getting a standing ovation here. People people oh. go... The, 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 the Cannes Golden Lion? They've given us this? this? that's not even a Game Award. That's a film award. Oh, it's alright. I'll take it. We've yeah. done it. We've solved video games. We're we're
0: free. They've put they're putting
2: their guns away, and we're free. Can, so we can just we can go. Well done, boys. I guess neither of you really are Patrick, then.
0: Yeah, like we said. Can we go now?
2: Thank you for your hard work today.
0: Oh my, it's Yakuza video game creator Toshinori Negoshi.
1: Uh, Ben, actually, I think you mean to say that's Super Monkey Ball creator Toshinori
2: Nagoshi. That's right. All of this? Just a fun little exercise for ya. You see, we're actually working on the next Yakuza, and already ran out of minigame ideas, so... Wait, so what about all that stuff about Patrick, and the bags over our heads? And the 30 minute break between Versace. And being locked in a room with armed guards? Well, you're not locked in, you could have gotten up at any moment. Can I finish what I was translating first? Nah, let's get out of here, James. I'm not interested in your zero
0: escape social experiment excuse for doing this. Whoa, 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 hold on. Are we actually getting paid for this? They they built the room around us?
1: Wow
2: Ben, I guess they really do do things differently overseas. And we didn't even get to the bit about their old boss and his ties to Patrick and the Yakuza? Wait, who am I translating for?